0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mastering College to Career Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Botero, and in this podcast, we help college students just like you get internships and job offers from top companies. In this podcast, we explore topics such as networking, interviewing, resume writing, and many other topics that will get you those jobs. Not only do I speak on these topics myself, but I also interview other subject matter experts including CEOs, university presidents, and Fortune 500 executives. We also interview college students just like you in the hopes that you can relate to their stories and learn from their journey. So if you're a college student looking to get ahead, look no further and welcome to the Mastering College to Career podcast. Alright, so before we get started I want to take a couple of seconds to tell you about the Mastering College to Career Academy. The Academy is a mentoring program that helps college students land the jobs of their dreams before they graduate. In this academy I will teach you application hacks that will automatically help you beat over 90% of all other job applicants. Networking tactics that will give you access to the hidden job market where over 80% of jobs are filled. Interview techniques That will practically guarantee you make it through every round of the interviews and win the offer. And I will also connect you with my network of thousands of HR professionals and hiring managers that love hiring my students. So if you're interested in learning more about this program, just send me a message and let's see if the Academy is a good fit for you. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career Podcast, and today, today's a special day, and I have a treat for you, because you are going to love today's guest. I got Rich Keller, and Rich Keller is a catalyst who is leveraging motivational speaking to transform one million lives, one word at a time, and it's less than $1 million now because he's helped me um, come up with my <laughs> one word. So he's one step closer. I'm sure that he's already definitely well won his worth. But today, Rich, I'm excited, man. How are you doing?
1: Thank you for having me. I'm really grateful to be here. I'm great. I, I said before we started, I'm healthy. And that's it. That's all you need. If you have your health, you have it all. And so... Um, to me, health is well, my family's healthy. We're living through this pandemic and um, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for
0: having me. No, thank you for taking time out of your business schedule to join us on the show. Um, I'm excited because from the first time we spoke, um, it, we got connected. We have a mutual friend connected us. It was just like, wow. Like You could tell that you were a caring person. You could tell that you truly, when you say you want to impact a million lives, I truly believe that you probably have a tally mark in a room in your office where you're like, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. you got
1: there. a lot of work to do, but yes, you bet. Everybody asks it, me that. You bet.
0: And, and when, when we were t- talking, I, I remember we talked for a long time. It, it was really, really impactful. And I was like, this guy means it. And then I went and I looked at your LinkedIn and I was like, this guy's experience is Unmatched, like he is extremely knowledgeable, and he left corporate America to start his own business to be able to impact a million lives. So at fifty I'm not years take... old,
1: fifty years old, I did this. i Got <laughs> up at fifty, so anybody can do this if I'm doing it.
0: So tell us more about you. You know, for the audience that doesn't know you yet, but will definitely know you after this podcast. Why don't you tell us a little bit about? who you are, what you stand for, what you do, and where you, yeah. what's your background.
1: Okay. Wow. All, all in what? One sentence, right, Daniel? <laughs> uh, one word. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I will start with my one word. I am a catalyst, as you said in the intro, and I'm actually wearing it on my shirt as we speak. Um, I want to take your listeners on a little journey and a little story about me and sort of how I came to do what I'm doing today, um, which is really about helping... Uh, the next generation discover who they are in one word. And so I was 26 years old when I woke up with a cancer diagnosis. And um, that was pretty startling, if I'm honest, at 26 years old. And if there's one lesson I learned from hearing the words, you have testicular cancer, it's that life is short. And I always wrestled with the question, much younger probably than most people, how do I want to be remembered? And for years, I always wanted to have an impact on people's lives. But to be honest, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners can maybe relate, I didn't have the courage to do it. And I also didn't have the, you know, uh, the path to do it. You know, I didn't have the know-how or the courage. And so um, I was at work one day, uh, three years ago, fall of 2017. And I did something pretty unbelievable. I got up. I was getting a performance review. And it was so, the, the, the review was so bad. I actually thought it was the wrong review. And I remember the CEO looking at me saying, no, 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 this is yours. And I got up and I closed the door and I quit my corporate career. I literally gave it all up in that moment. And I gave up a salary, a big one, a title, and long-term financial security. I didn't even tell my wife until I got home that evening. And I did it for one reason. I did it because I couldn't, um, I couldn't be a cookie cutter marketer, and that's what I was doing at this company, and it was my decision to fix the situation. I didn't blame anyone. I left on amazing terms, and I walked out. I, I stayed you know, a couple of weeks and finished up, and honestly, when I got home that night and I told my wife, my wife's first reaction was, congratulations, now go change the world like you've been saying. And I, in some ways, wanted her to, like, almost tell me, what the hell did you just do? You have one week to get another job. You better get out there. Because I didn't really have the confidence to, to make an impact. And I, I had this support around me of people that were really pushing me to go do something different. Obviously, my wife being, you know, the lead supporter there. And so I didn't know what I was going to do next. I want everyone to, that's listening. I had no idea. What I was going to go do next, but I knew I wanted to make an impact. And two things happened to me throughout my life that I think are really important. I had my entire identity caught up in two things number one, being a survivor. um, And number two, my career. Like it was all about title, it was all about I'm working, I have an MBA from Wharton, I was moving up the ranks at work. And like I had this idea that my identity was caught up in what I was doing. And I decided at 50, I guess when I made that move without really thinking about it, I wanted to have the next decade of my life led by my purpose, which is a word we talk a lot about and everybody like says, what's your why? And I really didn't know what my why was, but I knew I wanted something bigger. And so I did what everybody asked me to do. I spoke to mentors. I spoke to friends. I spoke to my family. I spoke to my therapist and I discovered my why. I literally wrote a a story and I encapsulated it down to one sentence, which is to help young adults reach their goals and dreams quicker than I did. And the quicker than I did is really the important story here because I wanted people to have an easier time than I did. I wanted, that's the whole goal of the next generation you serve. And so I wanted to serve the next generation by having them discover who they were quicker than I did. Cause at 50, I woke up and realized I'm this catalyst, I'm, I'm a disruptor. I can really make an impact in the world. I don't know how to do it yet, but I know that that's something that, that's there. And so I literally had a moment with my son one evening in my kitchen that would literally change my entire life and put this purpose into action. And so what happened was, which I think is so appropriate for your listeners in this podcast, my son was applying to college. And he came up to me and he said, literally in our kitchen, he said, can you help me get ready for my alumni interviews? And I said, of course, I'm going to do that. My career is in brand marketing, no doubt. And I asked him one simple question, Daniel, that would ultimately change everything. It's a simple question, but so hard to answer. Tell me about yourself. And this is probably the hardest question in an interview because people do not know where to begin, number one. And number two... Most people answer that question by starting with what they do, because we have to say, I'm a student, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm an accountant. If you don't have a job, nobody knows how to answer that question because they're so paralyzed, believing that their identity is caught up in what they do, not who they are. I was guilty of that. And so my son looked at me and he couldn't answer the question. I said, just tell me anything. And he said, I'm a senior in high school, I like sports, I play video games. And then he said to me, that is a really overwhelming question. And they don't teach us how to answer this in high school. And that's when I had that light bulb moment in the kitchen. Because what I realized was, he was doing the same thing I did. He was sharing all the things he did. He had no idea who he was, no idea. And so I literally thought at the table, I I had then thinking what am I going to do next, I realized that if I can change the way people think about themselves, I can do the same thing I did in all of the companies I worked for in corporate America by changing the way companies sold products. I worked at Kraft Foods, Godiva, Nabisco, Cadbury, worked on iconic brands throughout my entire career at these multi-billion dollar companies, and I created what I call a core value one-word approach to craft identities for all of the brands that I marketed throughout my career. And I realized at that moment that here's the definition of what I think branding is about, Daniel. Branding is about giving away your core value to improve other people's lives. People buy brands because they give you a value, a core value, you buy the brand, you pay money, you get the brand, it delivers the core value, you buy it again. It's the same thing with people. If we think of ourselves as a brand, because when we're interviewing, we are being sold. Somebody's going to pay us a salary and we're going to what? Tell them what our core value is. What are they purchasing? And so I realized that your product is not your brand your brand is your core value and you use your product as the vehicle to drive your core value. And so I thought at the kitchen table when I was talking to Zach and he's telling me like he has no idea how to answer this question and who he is. I wrote down the words, one word approach. And I said to myself, maybe I can help him discover his core value so that he can craft his personal brand in one word get through these alumni interviews and apply to college. Now, that was not an easy discussion to have with my son (laughs) because I had no idea how to do it. I didn't have it written on paper. I just had done it through all the brands I worked on throughout my career. And so I convinced my son that he can break out of that huge pile of applications, 40,000 plus applications at these schools that he was applying to, and I know you know that. If he discovered his one word, and then crafted his entire story around his core value. And guess what happened? Two things, number one, he discovered his core value in one word after working through exercises that we did over the next like week, two weeks, three weeks. His one word was perseverance. This is a kid who never gives up. And then I said to him, I want you to make believe you're in front of the admissions committee and I want you to tell them a story about how you live your core value of perseverance. I literally want you to make believe you're in front of that committee because here's the thing. Nobody cares in a job interview, in a college application. Nobody expects you to solve world hunger. Nobody's looking for you to, you know, break the record of the next product that's launching. Be an entrepreneur. They care about one thing. Tell me who you are and tell me what you're going to bring to this campus and this company, and what you bring is your core value. And so my son wrote this incredible essay about a campfire event at Sleepaway Camp. Campfire. That's it. Like really simple. And it was so powerful demonstrating who he was that a couple of things happened. He got through those interviews. He got into Cornell University. And it was that moment when he got into school that I literally said to myself, I'm gonna transform 1 million lives one word at a time. I mean, as soon as that happened, I realized that's my mission to live my purpose of helping young adults reach their goals and dreams quicker than I did. If I help you discover who you are, when you answer that question, tell me about yourself, you're never gonna start with what you do. You answer that question by saying, at my core, I'm a catalyst. And this is what I do to drive being a catalyst. And he did the same exact thing. And what's really amazing, let's fast forward three years later. He's a senior this fall in college. But two things happened that I thought were really indicative of how well he knew each other. Summer number one, uh, going into his sophomore summer, he got a job at Peloton, Peloton one of the hottest brands right now in the world. He got a job there and I remember at the interview when I was, when he was, I said, do you need help getting ready for the interviews? He said, dad, I know who I am. And he went in and got that job. And then this summer, right now, unfortunately due to COVID, it's a virtual internship, but he's working in management consulting at Ernst & Young. And the reason I share this with you and for the listeners to really understand that, this is that one word, Changes everything because he knows that what he gives to others is his ability to be perseverant. He is going to dig and roll up those sleeves and get that job done. And obviously, he's a personable kid. He's socially smart. So is everyone else. And so, what I ch- decided to do at that moment, because I had no business and no idea what I was going to do, but I chose motivational speaking as my primary vehicle because I always as a kid, wanted to be a talk show host. That was my dream. And I really felt like the essence of a brand is to be the guide, not the hero. And it was that moment when I realized if I get on stages and share my message, I'm guiding my message into the audience's hands to help them discover who they are. And for them to win, By reaching their goals and dreams quicker than I did. And I will tell you, I'm still, you know, I'm almost two and a half years in, hardest thing I've ever done. I'm working harder now than I ever did in corporate America. And I worked really hard for 25 years. But the idea of impacting lives, and as you know, you went through my program for people to understand that all you have to realize is you give away one core value to help others win. That's what branding is about. If you can only remember one thing about someone, you wanna remember that core value because consistency breeds credibility. And so that's what I do today. That is to really summarize the, the essence of my platform. It's simply built around the concept that what you do is not who you are, but who you are should drive what you do. And I don't care what anybody does in their life, as long as it ladders up to who you are, discover yourself first and then go find the job. Not the other way around, because like me, I started as an accountant after college. That is not what catalysts do. I didn't know any better. I thought you get a job, you earn money, you, you save, you get a house, you get married, you have kids. Like I was on that same trajectory everybody else was on. What I didn't know was that who I was should drive what I should have done. It wasn't wrong, but if I can help you do that at a younger age, you're gonna be able to navigate in this world we live in, which is much more digitized and much more transformative. You're gonna have a better, happier life because you're gonna be led by what's important to you and what your value is and what you're able to achieve and that's what i do that's what i'm trying to do i have a lot of work a lot of a lot of lives to uh, transform
0: so let's do it let's get let's talk about this some more um you said a lot of things um as you were talking about um your son's story your story from transitioning from corporate america to your business now and i think it's really interesting to to dive into more about the personal branding um as someone as you like you mentioned you have been involved with some of the most iconic brands in the world and, and help create the brand strategy behind those brands. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that and so that we can bring it down to personal branding. I, if, if the people who listen to this podcast on a regular basis know that I am very big on personal branding and helping students build a personal brand, because I, right. I truly believe that if you, if you build a personal brand, you were recession proof, you would bulletproof your career. That's right. You versus you applying for jobs, and and so that is one big thing that I talk about even in my Mastering College to Career Academy. Um, I have a whole section on personal branding. So let's talk about what a brand is and what a yeah. brand is not. Right? I
1: love that. Great question. I'm so glad you asked me that because I probably get that question about ten times a week. Now, I will also say um, I have a philosophy which I'm going to share on my version of branding. To me, a brand is simply an emotional identity that differentiates products, services, and people. Let me say that again, an emotional identity that differentiates product, products, services, and people. And let me give a clear example, because I do this on stage. I'll pick somebody from the audience and say, if at the end of my talk, Godiva walks in and she comes up to you and you take her to dinner tonight, And then tomorrow night, M&M's is going to come in, come up to you, and you're going to take M&M's to dinner. I challenge the audience and this person that stands up, I said, would you take them both to the same restaurant? And usually the answer is I would not do that. And I go, why? And they said, well, because they have different identities. I'm like, that's branding. Godiva is more luxurious. M&M's is more fun. But notice how I never talked about the product. And this is what I tell the audience. They are both amazing chocolates. But the context of those chocolates are what's different. And that is the essence of personal branding. You are an identity. You are the person that people are buying. They're not buying your degree from school. They're not buying your title that you walked in with. They're buying you. And so your job is is to create that emotional identity. But the way you start by creating that identity is to determine What's the one thing that you wanna give away and be known for so that consistently over time, as you build your story, I'm known as the catalyst who disrupts the way people think. And these are the companies I worked for. It's the same thing with people. And and I have to tell you, I get a lot of times people say, I don't wanna be a brand. I don't wanna be sold. And my answer back to them is, if you own a phone, and you know how to hit Google, you're a brand. Because the minute you walk, before you walk in my office for an interview, I'm Googling you. What comes up is your brand. And so as Jeff Bezos says all the time, your brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. And so we love the phone and we love the the selfies. That is not branding, putting a selfie up and it's all about me, me, me. Your job as a brand is to signal to other people what you're about. And so in an interview, you're signaling through your core value, which you will communicate, but you're signaling through all the jobs and experiences you had, how I live this core value so that when the interview's over, they say, that guy, he was the guy that was the catalyst, right? And he talked a lot about all the disruption he did and the success. That makes me stand out because everybody's smart and everybody's graduating, and everybody has GPAs, but the only difference is your emotional identity. And I believe you build it around what you're going to give away in exchange for, in this case, the salary and the job. So my version of branding is all about giving away your core value because if you serve others, you're going to get paid. If you apply to college, you're telling the committee This is who I am, and the committee is the one that needs to win by picking the right class. So you're guiding your signals into their hands so they pick you. So that's my version.
0: Hey, Daniel here. We've just hit the middle of the episode, but before we move on, I want to share the story of one of the students who recently went through my academy.
2: Hey guys, David here and I just got the internship of my dreams and I wouldn't have been able to do it if it wasn't for the help of Daniel and the Mastering College of Academy. Before the program I had been looking for an internship for about two years and I didn't get anywhere. I sent out more than a hundred applications, got called back for five interviews, all of which led nowhere. Then I met Daniel who introduced me to his program and my progress skyrocketed. Uh, Daniel has been a recruiter, he's been out there, he knows what works, Um, he knows what recruiters like and with those tips that he gave to me I was able to do way better and immediately start putting, you know, his teachings into practice and getting called back for interviews and offers. Um, It was wild. I'd never imagined that it would be as successful as it was. Um, If there's anyone out there that was like me when I was looking for internships and not getting anywhere, I highly, highly, highly recommend, I can't recommend it enough that you become a part of this program. Uh, Daniel, you know, Daniel offers a... A money-back guarantee if you don't like the program or if you can't get a job which is insane you know like it gives you no reason not to do it if your life will be better and you'll end up getting making more money because of it anyway right so you know what are you waiting for give it a shot it'll make your life better i promise uh thanks again to daniel and the, the awesome program that he made i owe my life and my future
0: to him If you want me to help you reach your career goals, just contact me. And now let's get back to the rest of the show. I think it's interesting that what you were mentioning um, about, like, if you have a phone, they can Google you, your, your brand. I agree. I, I think to me is everybody, everybody has a brand. That's your right. brand could be the guy that doesn't care about your brand.
1: <laughs> That's right. Right?
0: Um, and so, Everything that you post online, it's either adding to that brand or taking away to that brand. That's right. And so you have to know and be mindful of the fact that you are building a brand, whether you want it or you don't.
1: That's exactly right. Other and people are going to do it for you. Then other people will do it for you if you don't take charge and do it yourself. And I think it's you're absolutely. And I say that on stages. You don't have to do it. No problem. Audience, we're done. But just be prepared for what people are going to do and say about you. And then if you go fight it. Perception is reality.
0: Perception is reality. The that's golden it. rule of career. I mean, like I think that is so important for students to understand because it's, it doesn't matter what you say, it's how people perceive it.
1: That's exactly right. And the other thing I want to say too, because I work with a lot of young adults like you do, um, this is an important piece that's really critical in branding. A brand is never the hero of the story. The brand is always the guide. And so if you think of yourself as a brand, Remember, you bought that product in the supermarket because you that brand guided themselves into your hand. You're the hero because you bought the product and it worked. It's the same thing with people. When you're in an interview, you are the guide in that interview. You're not the hero. The goal is not to sit there and boast and brag about how great you are. They're the hero because they got to hire the right person. Your job is the guide. Guide your message. Guide your signals into the interview's hand. How do you do that? You talk about your experiences. That's why you have references. Then the references get called, and the references what? Validate what you said in the interview. So all of a sudden, all the signals are right, and I'm gonna hire you because I need your core value, and in return, I'm gonna give you a paycheck. And if you go in with a guide mentality, nobody wants to help the hero win. I'm the hero, not you. They want the guide. That's why coaches, consultants, that's why you exist, because you're guiding your your insight and expertise into whose hands? The people that need a job after college. And so I always tell people it's a guide mentality, not a hero mentality, which may sound crazy, but a lot of people don't get that. They think they're the ones that are, I got to go in there and tell them everything about me and make myself out to be the best. You go in with that attitude; nobody wants to hire you. They're the ones that need to win. You've got to go in and signal to them. Guide. It's a it's a smooth way of doing it, but it's a very subtle and powerful difference.
0: I love it. I love it. Tell me a little bit more about the podcast that you're launching.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) in three weeks, I am putting myself out there in phase two. So I told you that I use motivational speaking as my primary channel, and I decided that. I wanted to showcase the people that have been through my program. I have worked with so many people that have woken up to the fact that here's the greatest thing I hear, Daniel. I hear, oh my God, I really am valued. I really can be seen and heard. And the change in that one word, when I feel that they understand what they now can offer the world, I got up one day and I said, I got to share these stories with people because I want to create a movement. I want to create a one word movement. And the best way to do that as the guide, I'm the guide is to put those heroes out there in my episodes and including yourself in in down the road. Um, I decided that I wanted to showcase these people. So I wanted to do two things in my podcast. It's called the catalyst effect. And there's two things. One is I want to showcase people like yourself and the one word that they discovered and how they're using it but then i also get a lot of questions from people what do you think that brand's one word is and what do you think that brand's one word is and so i decided as a second part of my weekly episodes i'm going to do a five to eight minute clip and pick a brand out in the market a brand like oreo and starbucks and godiva and snickers and i'm going to share what i think their one word is so that people could Start thinking differently about the brands they buy, as well as start thinking differently about themselves. Hey, what is my core value, and what am I giving away that I can build my identity around? So I'm I love pretty it. jazzed.
0: I'm jazzed. Can, can we try one word right now? Can we try one brand? Can I pick a brand, or, or do you have a brand in mind?
1: Um, I'll I'll pick a brand that I talk about often because I think it, it it will give your listeners a lot of um really good insight. Um, I picked the brand Spanx. A lot. Okay. Okay, I love so, the founder. Well, Sarah Blakely, she's she's my she's my hero. I mean, my goal is to have her on my podcast someday. Um so if I called you up, Daniel, and I said to you that I have a pair of underwear to sell you and that underwear is $80. Chances are you would probably hang up on me because you would say to yourself, number 1, I don't need another pair of underwear in my drawer. And number two, why would I pay 80 bucks for a pair of underwear? Now think about that for a second. You know nothing other than the phone call. And I tell you that I've got this product, which everybody thinks their product's their brand, and I'm telling you that it's $80 and you're going to love the way it feels. Okay, great. Let's say the next day you get a phone call, different person, same product, and they say, I have confidence to sell you in a pair of underwear that I promise when you wear, you are going to feel better, you are going to lift everything up, you're gonna stand straight, and you're gonna wow them on stage. And that confidence is $80. Chances are you're gonna listen to that phone call. Why? Because it's not the product that you're buying you're buying the confidence. Why? Because we know, and Sarah Blakely knew, that when you wear my product with the technology that I have in, that product, and you do suck it in and lift it up, why do I know this? Because I wear a Spanx compression shirt on stage every time I give a motivational talk. And what happens in the audience is, I'll ask somebody in the audience, does anybody want to do an interactive with me on Spanx? And a lot of times none of the men raise their hand. They don't want to admit that they wear, or that if they do, and I show my Spanx shirt. And I say I'm wearing them right now. And then obviously, you know, some of the guys finally admit that they have worn a compression shirt. But here's the thing, I feel confident on stage. I feel like everything's lifted and stood up and I'm powerful. And that's exactly what that brand is about. And Sarah Blakely knew that. She knew that she, she would feel so much better in that pair of pants that she finally wore and cut the pantyhose legs out to come up with this idea. Spanx sells confidence. And if you're a brand that knows your core value and you communicate confidence in $80, That's a way better spend than a pair of underwear. And so that's a good example of when you are ready, even yourself, that's why you have to sit in an interview. Nobody cares where you went to school. Nobody cares about your GPA. When I say that, I say it metaphorically. Everybody in the room went to a good college. Everybody has a decent, good enough GPA because you got into the interview. When you're in the room, tell me what your value is. Why should I hire you? What are you going to offer me that I can't get from somebody else? And S- Sarah knew that it was the confidence to stand up on that stage and kill it, because you're going to look better, feel better, and you're going to rock it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's that's one example. I have a lot more, but that's one example.
0: You gotta you gotta tune into the podcast to hear more.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I can share one more if you want, because this is, this is a brand I worked on. Um, if it's okay with you, I worked Call on. The it, Gond- let's do it. I worked on the Godiva brand for seven years, okay? I want to ask you a question um, before I reveal Godiva's one word. Um, in a gifting transaction with you and your wife, who is more important, do you think, in that transaction? Is it the gifter or the person that receives the gift? What would you say? It's not a trick question. Just tell me who you think I, is more important. I would important. think it's the
0: person that receives the gift. okay.
1: So we thought that, we thought that for five of the seven years I worked at Godiva and we thought we were talking to the recipient. But here's what we learned in our research. We learned that the gifter is way more important. Think about this, you're getting engaged, you're ready to give the ring, your significant other opens the box and starts to cry because it's, it's not the ring she wanted. It's not the ring, that was not what I expected. Let me tell you something, she's upset, you're devastated. You're devastated because you want to marry this woman and you got it wrong. And so what we learned is Godiva is a brand that gives away generosity. Why? Because when you hand Godiva, the gifter has to get it right. When you give Godiva on Valentine's Day, if you give M&Ms on Valentine's Day, it is not going to be a good evening if you give somebody M&Ms on Valentine's Day. Remember, I never said the chocolate tasted good or bad. But when you give Godiva without saying a word, that recipient knows you went out of your way, you spent money on me, and I must be special. And so the idea of Godiva giving generosity, they're not giving away chocolate. That's the product. Nobody cares what's inside that gold box. What they care about is the sentiment that came along with it. Now, how do we know this was right? People thought Lady Godiva was real. Lady Godiva is a legend. It's a legend. It's a myth. But people played back and researched, well, Lady Godiva, when she's on the horse, I mean, she must have rode through the town that day. And I wonder what she felt like. Because people buy humans. They bought the story. And so now when we realize that the gifter is more important, now when you come into my store, I'm working with you, Daniel. You tell me about your significant other. I don't need to know who she is. You do. And when I put it together, a box that's going to wow her that you tell me about, now you give it to her. And she is so excited. You gave her generosity. You showed her how important she was in your life. And that is what I try to now do with people. Understand the core that you give away. What are you giving away to help other people win? I believe everybody has one core value. That's my philosophy. And the people I work with, I get them to that one core value, like we did with you. And therefore, that's what you're telling people is your core value. You have a lot of other values, but you got one core in seven seconds to tell me about. And that's the same philosophy I did on all the brands I worked on. And I just pivoted it to people to help them master, I guess, their college to career or get into college or yeah. get into, you know, the, the working world.
0: I love it. You know, before we end, let's talk a little bit about the work that we did together.
1: That's right. Um, That's right. I want you to tell me what, well, first of all, you can reveal your one word, but I want you to tell me what, did what did you think before you went in? Like what, you know, and how did you come out differently? Because we had some pretty amazing Discussions and it was an incredible experience.
0: Definitely. So for me, it, it it's it's awesome. If you're someone that's listening to this podcast and you've l- listened to from the beginning, so you're 150 episodes deep, you you read my my book and you feel like you know me, right? You know that I'm really big into self assessments, uh, personal development, and so I love taking uh, understanding myself better, right? Getting some clarity about myself, um, and so when I did this worksheet, answering those questions were tough, right? Like we're very, very tough in answering those questions and coming up with figuring out how do I, I feel like I'm a very complex individual. I think I'm a really weird uh, person. I tell my wife all the time, I'm weird. Like I I am, I I am happy to be weird.
1: But you were consistent.
0: Yeah. And, and couldn't think that I could possibly find one word that can really describe my core values or what I stand for. And so that, what, that one word is grit. Um, That's right. Say it again. Say it again. Grit. <laughs> it again. Grit. The grit. And it, it happened to be um, a word that really resonated with me. And I didn't, like, I had come up with a different word, by the way. That's right. That's and right. this is what the sentence is. So I am a guide, right? And, and if you think about this, right, as Mastering College to Career, what I do with my students, I am a guide to my students. That's right. I am a guide. With the optimism and determination to remove whatever is standing in the way of achieving excellence for myself, for myself and others, and that one word to describe that sentence is grit.
1: So, so for your listeners to know, during my program, you basically answer nine questions, and you're doing what I call a deep exercise in introspection. And then through the work exercises we do, we create this one sentence that begins with I am, and I call it the networking sentence because if you're going to have coffee with someone, I call it the coffee sentence, actually. If you're going to have coffee with someone, you would share that sentence. I am a guide with the optimism and determination to remove whatever is standing in the way of achieving excellence for myself and others. But we had seven seconds in an elevator to tell somebody what does that mean? And we came up with the word grit. And I have to say, seriously, through the workbook, I take people through the workbook. And then, you know, you and I went through the exercise. It was so clear to me the passion and the perseverance that you have to do what you've done today, your whole story. And I remember in our call, you you went in like, I love when people say this to me, you're going to sum me up in one word. And the answer was, yeah, I'm going to do that. And when we were done, you were like, wow, you did the work. All I did was read it. But it was interesting, your story, coming to America, starting your business, owning a home, like all the things that you did, we don't take the time to reflect back on who we are. And this is an exercise in reflection so that you could literally take this workbook and go interview because you wrote the story. All I did was say in one word, people are buying your grit. They're buying your determination, passion, perseverance. I don't care how smart you are. I care that you're going to do the job until you're done and you've proven it by all the stories you told me in the workbook. And so, That's right. and by the way, there's another piece to this workbook where I ask you to reach out to three to five people so they can describe what makes you unique. And through that description where people were describing your grit, they were literally describing all the things that you did, how driven you are, how determined you are, how motivated you are. And I'm thinking, we don't see that. And yet when we were done, you were like, wow, I can't believe people said that about me. We don't believe what others see in us. And so if you take that, that's why the whole point of you owning and taking charge, other people will do it. You don't realize how amazing you are. And it's not like you don't have 10 other values that you exhibit, but so does everybody else in the interview. But the one thing, if I bought you on, if you were on a shelf, Daniel, and I was buying you, and there was a hundred other people on that shelf, when I saw you, I'm like, I need grit. I need somebody that's going to help me get a job from college to career. You're helping people have the grit to do it. Because by the way, you know this, it takes a lot of work. And it takes a lot of time. And so- I could not be happier when we hung the phone up because in many ways you you helped me validate what I am passionate about doing, which is just letting people determine what am I giving people and serving them with that I'm going to get in return what? A paycheck, a title, a college acceptance. And your story was so clear to me. And you have to tell your story. That's the thing I tell people in that I work with in the interview, share your story, share why you have grit. Because that is the reason when you leave that people are going to go, he has, he's credible. Look at what he's done and look at how he did it. And so it was brilliant. And I can't wait to have you and share your story on my episode because you're, you are doing that today. And you didn't even necessarily realize that people are buying your grit to have the same determination that you have so they can master college to career, get a job, be happy, and hopefully have that passion and perseverance that you taught them because nothing's easy in the world.
0: No, absolutely. I, again, I appreciate you doing this with me. It's been an amazing experience. So if, if someone listening to this is like, hey, I want to I figure out my one word, <laughs> where do they find you? What do they do? How do they do it? How do they figure this out? So I, a
1: couple of things, I I have a free link. Um, I'm gonna share it on this episode, uh, go.oncehub.com forward slash Rich Keller. So once again, go.oncehub.com forward slash Rich Keller. I offer a free call to anybody that wants to learn more, talk to me, share what they're about. You can also go to therichkeller.com. Once again, therichkeller.com and learn more on my website. And then you can go to LinkedIn and type in Rich Keller Catalyst. And I'll come up and I always tell people, put your one word on your profile in, in LinkedIn. That is the first word that comes up on my profile because here's the other thing. People always say, what is that word? And that's your segue right in to share who you are. You just need that one person to be inquisitive and ask. So that's me.
0: I would have all those links in the show notes, Rich. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being such a great guest in the show.
1: Daniel, thank you so much for having me. I, like I said, I can't wait for you to be on my show. And I'm just really grateful that you went through my program and just take that grit and just go make it
0: happen, man. I will, man. I absolutely thank you so much. And for everybody else listening, thank you guys so much and catch you guys on the next episode. All right, my friend, congratulations for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. In the age of short attention span, this speaks volumes of you. So now, if you found value in this episode, then I am sure you're going to find value in the Mastering College to Career Academy. So if you want to learn more a little bit about that academy, go to masteringcollege2career.com or just send me a message. Thank you so much for listening and catch you guys all on the next episode.